I've interviewed many successful people over the years, and one thing I find fascinating is many of them don't consider themselves business savvy. Take the owners of Tight Knit Brewing. They turn to Chase for Business for everything from banking and payment acceptance to credit cards and do all of it in one place with the Chase mobile app. And that's helped these brew-loving friends turn a passion into a business. Learn more at chaseforbusiness.com. Make more of what's yours. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank, N.A., member FDIC. The most innovative companies are going further with T-Mobile for Business. The PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with AI coaching tools and 5G-connected cameras. AAA is getting more drivers back on the road fast with location telematics. And the Las Vegas Grand Prix is powering race day operations with 5G connectivity, giving fans an experience at the speed they deserve. This is accelerating innovation with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at tmobile.com slash now. You would not believe the stuff people were encouraged to eat during the flu pandemic of 1918. For example, sugar lumps soaked in kerosene. People thought that helped treat the Spanish flu. And to prevent it, Americans were told to eat an ungodly amount of Onions! In 1918, in-home refrigerators hadn't been invented yet. So restaurants stayed open throughout the pandemic. The flu did change them, though. Before, they had sawdust floors and waiters wore black. After the flu, marble countertops and white-tiled walls and floors became the norm. Waiters started wearing white. These changes were about making patrons feel like they were eating somewhere sanitary. You can still see that in restaurants and coffee shops today. This is just one tiny example of how history doesn't stay in the past. It leaves a trace. That's something I've been thinking a lot about this year, since COVID has kept us all at home. I'm Virgie Tovar, fat-positive feminist, patriarchy smasher, corndog enthusiast, and the host of Rebel Eaters Club. When this pandemic started, I had to face some of my own history with food. My past with disordered eating came up in ways that were startling and honestly scary. It felt like an old rusty machine, a machine I hadn't seen since my 20s, grinding back to life. I started projecting my COVID anxieties onto food. I was convinced that anything I ate could contaminate me. It made food, which is usually such a source of joy, feel like a chore, a risk, a monster. The fear of contamination can lead to an obsession with only wanting so-called clean food. That's called orthorexia. And about 10 years ago, it consumed me. My recovery began when I learned about fat liberation and made a promise to myself that I would never try to lose weight again. So I thought that chapter of my life was over. I thought I was done with my past. But it wasn't done with me. 
I know lots of people at the start of COVID were experiencing relapses or other scary changes. Maybe you're one of them. I want to tell you, you are absolutely not alone, friend. The silver lining of my story is that during the last decade, I have learned a bunch of tools for how not to be scared of food. So this spring, I put them to work. I sat at my kitchen table and coached myself through every bite, repeating the same script. Food is good. I will be okay. This meal will help my brain and body get through this stressful experience. As a way to try and make food feel like a friend again, I did what I do whenever I'm scared. I researched the shit out of it. I spent literal hours reading up on food customs, traditions, production, recipes from as far back as the 1600s. Here's what I learned. What we eat, how we eat, why we eat, is a rich archive full of both our individual memories and the ghosts we've inherited from America's past. This season, I'll continue talking with amazing, shiny humans about their relationships to food. If anything is going to survive the end of the world, it's going to be spam, right? (laughs) And walk you through some important chapters in our culture's social history. And what does it mean for us to to not know shame and not know guilt, but only to know pleasure? What are we going to do here together? Well, I think on the surface, we're going to make some instant ramen. But I think the reality of what we're going to do is that our souls are going to touch. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to season two of Rebel Eaters Club. The tradition of breaking tradition continues with the return of the unconventional awards from T-Mobile for Business at Mobile World Congress. This is an event that celebrates innovators whose bold actions took their industries to new places. If that sounds like you and you're a T-Mobile for Business customer, enter today. If you win, you'll be publicly honored amongst some of the most influential leaders in industry. And me, I'll be there too. Enter now at T-Mobile.com slash unconventional awards. See you there. 